more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Oh, and our buddy Steve Serdachny talking about the Family Day Classic. It's happening this long weekend. Uh, this is the 11th year. Is that right, Steve? Yeah, that's correct. We're really excited to, to get up and running, and it's going to be an amazing event. Let's talk about how much money has been raised for the Stollery over the first 10 years of this event. It's it's mind-boggling. Well, it, it, it's been an amazing family event, first of all, Chris, and a community event and supporting the best the best charity and the best thing in the in the world with the Stollery Children's Hospital. But uh, to date, for the first ten years of the of the of the tournament, we've raised three point two million dollars, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's been an amazing endeavor from all the athletes and kids and families and community to uh, to support such an important part of our community with the Stollery. Kids helping kids, and and again this year, how many t- uh, teams are going to be playing at the Twilliger? Uh, there's going to be eighty two teams. That's always our max. Uh, this year, we had a record-breaking 586 teams apply for those wow. spots, and uh, it was tough with the selection committee, but uh, we're just super excited to return to it because of our little pause and holiday that we that we had last year. Um, it's going to be exciting to watch the kids, see the families, and just enjoy the Family Day weekend, uh, you know, playing for healthy kids. Okay, so it runs Friday through uh uh, through Monday, of course, and you can just go watch the kids play, which is amazing. You've got your silent auction table, which is a big part of how you raise money in this event, right? Well, well, absolutely. It's uh, it's wide open from Friday to Monday. Um, all families, all people are welcome. They can just walk through the front door. We do have the most amazing silent auction. Some of the best golf, the, the Windermere, the Blackhawk, the Mayfair, the JPL, best golf packages, hockey, sports memorabilia. There's things for the moms, uh, from purses and dinner experiences. It's probably, in my opinion, it's one of the best silent auctions around, not just for the participants, but for anybody that wants to come out and feel good and, and support the Stollery Children's Hospital and support, you know, kids playing hockey and becoming, you know, just great people. FamilyDayClassic.com is where you go online. Steve, thank you for doing this every year. You're incredible, and everybody that works behind the scenes to make it happen. Thank we, you, my friend. We appreciate you guys. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Again, man, they're just, they just, uh, they skate so fast and they work so hard and uh, their goaltender was fantastic and it was awesome. So you see when they get their medals, you see, you know, obviously there's a lot of emotion and if they win the gold, oh, Canada's played and there's a tear rolling down their, their eyes. But you do have to wonder how much money do any of these athletes make because of uh, winning these medals? And the answer to that question... I didn't realize they did get money is right here. when they get it. Okay, so if, if you're an Australian and you win a gold medal... I don't know if it's your country or somebody in your... Somebody pays you. Somebody pays you 15000 bucks. $15,000 reduce. Exactly. Next on the list, Canada. $16,000. That ain't so bad. But only if you get gold? Well, 16000 for a gold, 12000 okay. for a silver, and 8000 for a bronze. Well, okay. How much for a bronze? 8000 all right, I could use eight grand. All right, it wouldn't be bad. Hey, okay, there you go. Uh, South Africa is next at thirty-seven thousand. I was surprised. Oh, that's hear. a jump. Well, just wait, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> the jumps are coming. Uh, the USA, uh, thirty-seven thousand five hundred. I thought for sure you'd get paid more uh, in the no, states. Well, I mean, there's a lot of athletes, and then they goes, love that glory. And it goes to Japan, and it goes up to the Philippines and uh, Malaysia and. Uh, Kazakhstan is a number two on the list. Do you know how much you get paid if you win a gold medal and you're a Kazakhstanian athlete? Mm, we wa wa wa. Two hundred and fifty grand. 
Kazakhstan oh. is the greatest country in the world. I didn't know they were so rich. Well, I, I mean, they don't win a whole lot, right? They're so, flush with that Borat money. Exactly. Right. And number one on the list, if you win a gold medal for this country, you get $737,000. You want to take a guess? Is you, it obscure? You won't get it. It's Singapore. Oh, there's got to be something in my lineage. Got to be. <laughs> First off, okay, you you're Singaporean, and then you got to matter. win the gold. All right, there's a few steps. I don't think they win a lot of medals. That's the so. thing, right? It's like the whole carrot and stick. They're really trying to get you with the carrot. <laughs> they certainly are. But anyway, there you go. I thought that was interesting. It's I'm just not... looking up if they have ever won a gold medal. I'm sure they have. One. <laughs> guys live life. Or her. I think it was in 1960. Okay. Oh, they weren't paying that much back in the day, I bet. I don't think they were. There you go. It's not $737,000, but it's $250. let us do this. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's quick draw time. It's the Battle of the S's. We've got Shelly and Sylvia going at it today. How are you guys doing? Oh, really good. Good. Either of you had to deal with the snow so far? No, not yet. Okay, good. Good deal. All right. Well, you know what? Let's do this. Let's uh, give one of you a chance to win 250 bucks tomorrow. You don't have to wait very long. We make that a weekly draw on Friday morning and give one of you a call potentially and surprise you, which would be a nice thing. But uh, to get there, you got to get three out of five, okay? So scream out your answers. You sound identical. This is going to be tough for the judges, but I know they can do it. All right, judges, here we go. Ready. Something you shouldn't touch that starts with a letter P. Yes. You shouldn't touch pepper. Why? You got you can touch pepper. So you just be careful. I, I'll allow it, though. Yeah, Get your latex gloves like you were talking about this morning. Very good <laughs> guess. All right. All right. A tool that starts with an S. Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer's yes. in there. Okay. Going big. These ladies are good at this game. Here we go. Name a wireless thing that starts with the letter I. iPhone. Shelly. iPhone. Shelly. Oh, we said at the same time. <laughs> I did. It was, I, it was, I heard Shelly. Yeah, it was Shelly. Oh, okay. it, it was close, though. Okay. Hey, okay, hang on a second. Two for Shelly, one for Sylvia. Okay, Sylvia, let's go. Let's block her. Are you ready? Ready. Name a historic event that starts with a W. World War One. Shelly. Shelly's got the win. Shelly made it pretty clear that she was Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> right no on, question. Well, thank you, ladies, for not making this like World War One. Uh, we, we appreciate that. Uh, that means, uh, Shelly, you're in the draw. Sylvia, you keep playing. Thank you for being you a great bet. sport, all right? Okay, try, Sylvia. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Jack, you talked about it uh, in trending at the top of the hour. We did. Belgium has just come out with saying that now employees there in that country will have the option of working a four-day work week. You're still working 40 hours a week. You're going to be working 10 hours a day. But they are offering a little more flexibility. Let's say you want a longer weekend or something with childcare. You can only can't work Fridays. It's offering the employees a little more flexibility and having that work life balance. Right, right. And uh, like you say, efficiency. I mean, you, you do wonder. I mean, uh, it, obviously, ten day, ten hours is uh, is it's more a long than, day. It's more than eight, so it's a, it it can be a, it? can be a, can be a long day. Uh, but. Uh, the benefits of, of having that Friday off. I've got a, a nephew who works the uh, four tens mm-hmm. and uh, gets Fridays off. And I think, you know, I mean, I haven't had a heart to heart with him about it, but I just, <laughs> I did, I've heard through the grapevine that he loves it. Like it's just, it's fantastic. Right? The worst part about going to work 
is going to work. Yeah. Once I'm at work, you might as well just work. I might as well work a 10. Yeah. Right? Like, what's another two hours? Right? They're going to get another, I get another 15 minute break to enjoy my coffee. Right. <laughs> Hopefully. I feel like it's all, yes, on paper. That sounds great. But then what about when you're asking your childcare provider, hey, can you take my kids for two more hours? Oh, see But I go. guess you wouldn't, you'd be like, but you don't have to work Friday. There you go. But see? I feel like that's a lot to ask. Yeah. I think in North America, we really glorify the grind. Right, where it's like, it's almost a flex sometimes where I put in 12s and I haven't had a day off in eight right. months. Right. Dude, yeah, take a break. I think this is great. More time for ourselves is a good thing. Sleeping in with our, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. You're still working the same amount. It's just a difference. It just feels way different, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is there uh, somebody out there that's doing it that can tell us? Is there benefits to it? Um, you know, maybe because of uh, the way things have gone with COVID and, and working from home, mm-hmm. maybe you're working more uh, hours and, and less days. And, and I mean, I I would think it's got to be a benefit. I think it's kind of a kind of a no brainer. But uh, you know, again, maybe you're you're somebody. You know, what's it like to not have anybody in the office on the Friday if you're the boss? And maybe that's not ideal either. So I don't know. You know, maybe there's two ways of looking at it. But I'm sure there is or everybody would adopt it. Well, that and Fridays, like what happens? What about- or the day off day? Does everybody just not work? That's what it's like. Yep. A new Sabbath? That's a day off day. <laughs> yeah. What about what about a three-day work week and you work uh, 12s? I consider it. Honestly, <laughs> give me a 14. I'll work two days. <laughs> Somehow your hours are getting yeah. less. I'll work You're to down one, to 28 hours. By the way, <laughs> one six hour Coming day. from us, like, <laughs> what we do for a living. We, we don't have much true. of a say. 780-421-1039. There it is. Problem, though, is that what about businesses that can't shut down? They need people working. So what yes. then? That's that, that's the challenge there. I'm assuming that's... Hire what, more people. Yeah. And then the they work those days where other, the others are off. Yeah. I just solved it. Boom. As as uh, a former GM of this radio station used to tell me all the time, you can solve any problem by throwing money at it, Chris. He's not wrong. If only we had it. <laughs> yeah, you got right. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, a lot of countries and a lot of companies are adopting the four day, ten hour work week. What do you think? This text says, I have worked lots of different shifts, but I personally would rather work four twelves than five eights, like we usually do now. Yep. This person says, my dad works nine hours every day, so every other Friday he has off, and he absolutely loves it. Okay. That'd be great. Like, you wouldn't even notice an extra hour. Well, you might. (laughs) (laughs) Some days. And we knew this one was coming. We work 12 hours a day, seven days a week. What I would give for a 40-hour week. If you're a salaried employee and you're doing that... (laughs) Time to speak up. <laughs> but if you're working hourly, at least you're working hourly. <laughs> Thanks, and, Matt. And you would get paid OT, right? I think. And, oh, yeah. Salaried employees after, don't get paid after, OT, right? After 40 hours? I I don't know. We're not, the <laughs> We're not in the board. position to speak to that. No. <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about um, four-day, 10-hour work weeks this morning, and what's your take on that? This is an interesting uh, viewpoint. They said, I definitely would not notice an extra hour or two in the morning, but I would in the afternoon. My mornings fly by, but my afternoon always drags on. So I would happily come in early in the morning if it meant a four-day work week. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree with that. When I work construction, I did my best work in the mornings. Yeah. I was dragging in the afternoons. And you look at that clock, and it doesn't move. Yes, you see that the this, worst. The second hand just click. <laughs> this person says, I'm a nanny. Talking about time going slow. Two, three. 
I have a one-year-old and twins myself, and I work a four-day, 40-hour week. Having that Friday is an absolute godsend. Four-day yeah. weeks for the win. You need it, right, for your mental state, I would huh. assume. All right. Yes, go ahead. Ten-hour work week. I've worked them. I've worked eight hours. I've worked eight and three-quarter hours and had Friday afternoons off. I like the extended day and the 10 hours because on Fridays, you can then get into your appointments that aren't available on Saturday right, and Sunday. Right, oh, right. smart. That helps too, right? Doctors, lawyers, whatever. You know, you got some running around to do. The places aren't, a lot of these type of businesses aren't open on the weekend. So you have to take time off to go and deal with it. That's a Whereas great point. Whereas if you had that Friday or Friday afternoons off, you can go and do it. Well, let's just hope your doctor hasn't been working the four tens. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, thank you so much. Hi, Kissin. Hello. Hi, who's this? Linda, I would do four tens in a heartbeat. Yeah. Of course, my kids are older, so I wouldn't have to worry about that. But, I mean, I wouldn't care if it was a Friday, a Monday, or a Wednesday. Just give me that extra day off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I used to work child and youth care, so I had to do 14, 12, didn't matter. And, yeah, give me an extra day, I'll be good. <laughs> you know what? Even surprise me. I like a midday day off. Uh, like Whatever. a Wednesday? Oh, sure. I'd be so confused. <laughs> You can get lots done on a, you know, if you get a Wednesday off, you can get lots done. Yeah. I mean, you don't think of it as an extra weekend. You just think of it as a day off to get things done. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're kind of like what Freddie just said. A great, great idea. Hey, Linda, thank yeah. you for that. Have a great day. You too. See you later. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissin' Love Court. Kissin' Love Court. Uh, we got one for you this morning. Yeah, we got a text. I think that probably some of us can relate to. Love Court for you guys. My wife is a stay-at-home mom of two, with my youngest set to start kindergarten next year. She's thinking about returning to the workforce, and I was going to support this 100%, but it's now more like zero because I know what kind of job she is considering. She is going to own her own quote-unquote business, also known as buy into an MLM. For years, I have said that these multi-level marketings have some some very shady business practices and we shouldn't support her. But her sister has convinced her with a couple of flashy paychecks that she's made. I don't want to say which one, but she keeps telling me that the product sells itself and she'll be making buckets of money in no time. I have my doubts. Should I nip this one in the bud? Hmm. Ooh, boy. <laughs> you know everybody needs to make a living obviously right, right. and uh you know i'd love to have talked to him but he's obviously you know doesn't want to go on the Definitely radio not. to do the darth vader he voice. didn't even leave his name <laughs> <laughs> he's just like nope, here you go. what is he concerned about like is he concerned that uh, she'll then be pressuring friends and family and i this feel thing, like that's probably? the awkward part is that all of a sudden you get this mass text and it's yeah. like oh i don't want to say no yeah i think a big problem with MLMs and not some are worse than others and yeah. people do make money yeah. is that majority of people don't make money and it requires an investment in product right that is expensive right right like some places they're like okay you got to buy two thousand dollars worth of product and like hopefully you sell it it just sits in the, your garage and it's like well you make money yeah, if you sell that's it true right like right. I would say don't let her do it if some people have made money and I know somebody's texting right now gonna yell yeah but 
I don't think. Yeah, it's worth I always it. feel like they're super defensive. Right. Well, yeah, you know, and I understand it. Right. Um, you know, it, it, at what point do you start avoiding again friends and family? You know, because uh, you just don't want to go down that road. And I guess that's probably what he's concerned about. So, um, yeah, what do you tell him? Uh, first text in, nip it in the bud. <laughs> okay. I think she's going to have to find out for herself. I think that you just let her do it. The problem is, like, finding out for yourself could end up costing you three, four grand. Yeah. I, yeah. I wish we did get to talk to him because it would be interesting to see, like, what the investment is. Next text in. I personally know people that are part of MLN businesses and have been able to quit their jobs and make six-figure incomes. However, I also know other people, me being one of them, that tried it, didn't make a dime. So it depends on mm. how good of a customer base you have. There you go. Chris and Jack, I have a business proposal for you. I know. <laughs> no. oh, I'm just waiting for it for you. <laughs> Matt wants to come over and say visit the family. It's yeah, been a long time since he touched Yeah, just to visit for face. an hour or so. Uh, all right. Uh, we uh, would love to hear from you this morning. You're the judge and jury. What does he do? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hubby wants to know... Uh, his wife is looking to get back in the workforce after a couple of kids. She's thinking of a, a MLM, one of these marketing things, and uh, mm. he's just um, not sure it's the right thing for her or for them. And should he try to stop it? What should he do? And uh, the opinions are coming in fast and furious at 103939. Yeah, this person says, buddy, you got to be supportive of your wife, but nip it. It is inconsistent money and relies on social circles and references for a sale. Which, by the sounds of it, the sister-in-law already has covered. That'd be the biggest thing for me. Even if I had the opportunity to make money with right. something like this, my friends would be like, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> the complete change in approach Matt to my would friends. show up with a briefcase and a suit and a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just do in some Cutco knives? <laughs> Those are expensive. Oh, yeah. And baby, going to put me in my vacation home. This text says, if a person is self-motivated and hardworking, you can make a boatload of money. You don't even have to bug your friends or family anymore. That's what the internet is for. Okay. It is way easier (laughs) to do... Facebook friends. It's way easier to do MLM now than it was before. I make good money, but it took away from my regular career and my children. I guarantee this has happened to Jack. Yeah. You see a Facebook message pop up from somebody you used to go to high school with, and it's, hey, girl, how are you? And then three sentences later, hey, you want to buy? Oh, I have been duped so many times. <laughs> I still remember the story I told on air of like, yes. my friend said, hey, I've got a friend of a friend who yeah. wants to do a presentation. And I, I thought it was like a mentoring thing. And I was like, yeah, of course. And it was knives. <laughs> it was ugly. Can't go at it again. <laughs> and how do you kick the person that's got the knife exactly. out of your house? Exactly. Like Let me you've show got to buy you one. <laughs> so you did buy one? No. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> but I was not happy. She said my knives were the worst she's ever seen. <laughs> your knives were. Yeah. Oh, because they go in your drawers. Could have been part of the sales pitch, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> These are trash. Got to buy more. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Kiss and Love Court this morning. Uh, again, Hubby has reached out. He says his wife is uh, considering uh, getting involved in an MLM, which stands for multi level marketing. marketing. And uh, he's just not sure. He just doesn't think it's it's for them. So he's looking for your advice this morning. And uh, you're certainly coming in with it. This text says MLMs aren't for everyone. However, if you don't try, you don't know. Depending on the business, you don't need to invest in a whole lot of stock. 
I'm a stay-at-home mom and I've been able to replace our windows in our home and I'm working on putting in air conditioning. If you have the right company and that comes with and the right community that comes with that company, it's all mindset. She will exceed even her own expectations. I think he needs to be supportive and cheer this mama on. Okay. And the big thing is expectation, right? If you do an MLM and you make money, you realize like, okay, I've made a little profit for the household. And he's like, okay, you look at a year, I made 12 grand. Right. You probably do that part-time. Right. If you had a part-time job, too. And on that note, it is her lesson to learn. You can't make someone else do something or not do something, but you can choose you can choose not to invest your family money. Fine. Do the MLM, but maybe have a part-time gig elsewhere. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great suggestions. You guys are smart. Thank you very much. Here's the James Barker Band on Kissing Country. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, in case you missed it at the top of the hour, Jack was talking about it. Uh, Kanye West really wants Kim back, right? Yes. It, it His does. ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, yeah. not going well. He really wants her back for Valentine's Day. He sent her a truck full of fresh roses. Did you and see the truck? How big a truck was it? Like a pickup truck. A pickup truck. Yeah. Well, like a box. A pickup <laughs> yes. box full. Okay, yes, you got you. it. All right. And this guy in yeah. the flesh. All right. Kenny G. <laughs> By the way, this video, 80 million views. (laughs) We were trying to figure out what was Kenny G's biggest hit, and we're like, this must be it. (laughs) This sounds like it. Yeah, you're right. But it didn't didn't work. I mean, he wants his family back together. He's trying to woo her. But even Kenny G couldn't do it. It's not happening. Grand romantic gestures. Yeah. Not like it's just going to snap a finger and be like, you know what? I missed him. Look, he got Kenny G. I mean, sometimes that happens. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're, you're clinically insane. I love you again. <laughs> All right. So our question this morning is, what have you done to try to win somebody's heart back? Or what has somebody done to try to win your heart back? I mean, it's probably not a pickup truck full of roses and Kenny G, but, you know. But a variation of that, yeah. like a mailbox full of roses. Yeah. Yeah, Matt. Uh, <laughs> like the US Matt. I, my first, the first girl that took interest in me in high school, it was so strange, right? Because yeah. somebody actually liked me. Right. Uh, after she basically said, I don't like you anymore, I was like, well, I can win you back by going to your place of work multiple times a day. Oh, that's, see, that's not good, man. See, and that's, somebody should have told me. <laughs> what do you do? You just kind of Stalking doesn't work. I'd buy a taco bar and go through her till. Beep. She'd be like, why are you here again? I was, like, <laughs> I was in the neighborhood. Oh, really? Yeah, it didn't work. That's and then, cringy. Oh, super cringy. And then my first, like, true girlfriend, when she broke up with me, yeah. I was like, I will win her back with a grand speech. So I like had this like speech in my head. I, I invited her like, let's just go go for a walk so we can talk. Okay. And then I poured my heart out. She's like, yeah, no dog. That's, <laughs> that's a no for me. She was cheating on me. I didn't really realize it. So no matter <laughs> powerful speech was going to win Sad her back. for you, Matt. <laughs> it all worked out. <laughs> it all did. But my gosh, I can't even imagine. Cringy Matt. I think you needed Kenny G. <laughs> I think I needed... To meet my wife earlier, just Chris style, 14, that's it, snap. No worries. 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. Are you willing to tell us what you've done to try to get that love back in your life, or what has somebody done to try to get you back? You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
There's Tanil Arts back then, right now, kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's 8.34. We're talking about what your uh, ex or somebody you broke up with has done to try to get you back. Jackie just texted us at 103.939, and she said that uh, her former boyfriend actually uh, recorded himself singing karaoke, one of her favorite Luke Combs songs. Uh, she still didn't take him back. You know, Luke Combs, it's tough to sing a Luke Combs song because he's just so good, right? You gotta yeah. Sing, you know? I don't know, but that would be kind of cringy and awkward, oh, too. Unless it's really, really good. You're yeah. like, well, maybe I can ride this gravy train to millions. <laughs> this person says, I attempted to break up with my boyfriend way back in the day, but then he gave me an autographed my Comrie jersey. I still ended bra- ended up breaking up with him, and I kept the jersey even after he wanted it back. Yeah. Gee, that hurts. This is not, like, it happens more to men, I feel, than women. Yeah. But this is something I like to call one-itis. Yeah. You believe there's only one person for you, and that person, even though they broke up with you, is the only one for you. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not true. There's somebody else out there for you. Even me found somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Like, you don't worry about it. You have to clean break. Grand gestures don't work. Don't write a song because you're only going to post it on the internet and people are going to laugh at you. <laughs> somebody says they got pregnant, but then they said they were joking. That's one. The only way to do it <laughs> is get them pregnant. <laughs> then you're, they're stuck to you. <laughs> Don't do it. Though. That's the only way. How many kids do you have, Matt? Two. Yeah, all right. Just gotcha. Check. <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kisser, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, good, good. This is kind of related um, to your story this morning here. Yeah. Um, my daughter has... There's a guy who's been coming to her office for the last year, and he's been asking her out maybe for coffee. All, all he wants to do is go for coffee. My daughter keeps turning him down every day, and he's spending a lot of money on vet bills because he's making excuses for his dog for every little thing. And oh, no. Yeah. I don't know why she says, oh, he's, you know, she's kind of attracted to him. And I says, well, then why don't you go out? And she goes, nope, don't have time. Don't have time. Oh, no. Well, it sounds <laughs> like he's a stage five clinger anyway. Yeah. <laughs> my dog has a cough. Can you check it out? I swear he did it on the way over. I mean, healthy dog. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy, healthy dog. <laughs> yeah, well. It's maybe not- eventually, maybe yeah. eventually he, you know, it will break, you know, and he'll he'll either he, not come yeah. or she'll just say, "Okay, let's go." Out for he coffee. must, yeah. You know what? He must see the, the dam. Maybe he's ready to break. I don't know, but I don't know. I've, oh, it's been over a year, so. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, some might say that somebody should go to jail for the prices <laughs> of natural gas and uh, electricity, and uh, yeah. A time machine is something I could jump into. I would have jumped into one and listened to Jack in October when she told me to lock in. Mm-hmm. I do have to say that we have locked in now, and it just was a no-brainer to lock in. So lock in, phone and lock in, because you can lock in and then you can get out. So yes. Yeah, kind you're of not a, locked, locked. So do you once, pay a fee if you have to unlock? No, no it's a one-sided locked in. So it, it, well, it, it, it works out pretty good. But uh, anyway, I, I, not, I'm not saying I was happy or relieved, because when we got our last bill, it was like, Atrocious, atrocious high, like like atrocious high. I mean, to really. get into the four figures, no, but 
But close, most people are looking close at enough, close enough. around double, usually yeah. what they pay. Yeah. So Jack locked in, but yours was still fairly high considering. Yeah. Right? Ours was about 650 bucks. We're yeah. used to paying about 350. I'm just going to put it out there. That's yeah. what we pay for power <laughs> and gas. And it hurt so bad. And there's a couple of factors. Of course, lots of people text in saying, oh, it's Trudeau's fault. And then it's Kenny's fault because he didn't regulate. And then the carbon tax. But I just want to know how many administrations, administration <laughs> fees are there. Right. Because I feel like there's so much. And also another factor was the fact that it was minus 40 for a month. Right. You know who's not hurting? Hmm. The gas companies. No. They've still made lots of money during this. Yeah. So I say we all get our pitchforks <laughs> and torches and we go for a walk. It's funny you say that. Somebody did send me a petition. If a third of the province complains, <laughs> then it only takes a third, guys. But you found that there were people when you uh, put this on your Instagram. Yes. They were like bragging that their prices didn't go up. They were yeah. flexing on that, right? I was like, thanks a lot, guys. Most people were like, oh, mine too, mine too. Yeah. But I had an old friend be like, come on, Jack. Turn down this. Turn off your lights. Mine didn't even go up. So he's flexing on me about how, and we're with the same company, about how great his power bill is. Yeah, these poor kids are sitting in the corner with a blanket wrapped around them, (laughs) teeth chattering, (laughs) eating cold beans out of the can. That's what I like Like, to think, too. I also, when you tell me your number, I I can automatically see the size of your house. Yeah. (laughs) And the toys you have as well. Somebody's like, oh, I paid this X amount, I'm like, oh, you got a lot of square feet there, eh, bud? (laughs) And one of those older, inefficient hot tubs. Yeah, Yeah. sure, that's part of it. And, like, heated garages, that's tough, too, because, like, there is a... It's wonderful to have a heated garage. Like, getting in a warm car and minus minus 40, like Jack said, is great. Yeah. But then you see that bill, and then you're not, like, living in it. It can be rough. Yeah. But anyway, it's everywhere you go. People are bringing it up. It's like it's, it's tough. Go. It, it's hurting. I'd say all of us Albertans. Even in my <laughs> 150 square foot bungalow, <laughs> it's it's hard. It's only 125, Matt. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack J A C K on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong. S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.